0: In a boat shed, a sprawling national forest, and near a lakeside cabin.
1: Buried beneath the surface lies 27 answers to grieving parents' questions. <sighs> Dean.
0: coming from that side of the table and <laughs> it's episode four and we're a little bit late of what did you do a
1: tiny bit
0: hey sometimes life gets in the way sometimes charnel's car fucks up and <laughs> he can't get back home in time to record but guess where we are we're yeah, recording today recording when late life night you, thursday when, light, hi- life when li- light life hits you fast when light hits you fast <laughs> No, so I apologize for a late episode, guys. It's, I, this is not like me. Don't get used to this. I am very, um, anal about upload times and everything. So I'm like, it needs to be up this Monday. It needs to be up on time in the morning. (laughs) Like, I'm that person. So going forward, unless, uh, I lose a limb or something, we're, we're going to be on time. (laughs) Correct. Or unless you end up pregnant, whatever. Whoa! So, <laughs> whoa! I'm
1: not ready. Don't do that to my uterus.
0: I won't. I'm not gonna be the one doing it to your uterus. I think you know what that means.
1: Is a protective coating on my uterus. She, yeah, she'll be ready when
0: prayers ready. doesn't work. So, not to keep me from being pregnant. Usually, it's the opposite. Like, please, God, I want a baby. But so did Dean Carl's victims' parents. Here we back. We're back. So, yeah. this episode, we're going over. Victim discovery. We're gonna go over victims in general and the right. uh, the shittiness, overall shittiness of the Some Houston victims Police because Department. There's there are too many. There's a lot of them. Yeah. So and, and he needs
1: to make it for Scandal time.
0: I Scandal is a thing. Yeah. And so it's how to get away with murder.
1: <laughs> murder.
0: Moita. Murder. murder. I gotta get away with moita. You know. <laughs> I don't know what accent that was supposed to be. That
1: sounded like New York Jew
0: new york oh god that's offensive
1: yeah for you
0: you said it not me. I, mean, I
1: mean i'm just saying that's i'm the sounded, least like...
0: problematic host <laughs> of most podcasts like i think
1: live i'm
0: top 10 least problematic Such podcast
1: because what did you uh, what about your friends
0: i'm not problematic I, I cuss a lot i don't think i've said anything offensive. if we're making
1: problematic between you and frankie
0: I'm not problematic. There's a difference. I'm no, inflammatory. We're fine. But I'm never offensive. Like,
1: no. <laughs> never offensive. Like,
0: I say things that make people think. There's a difference. <laughs> but anyway, so we're making you think here with Dean Coral's uh, kind of, I don't know, graveyard trophy case yeah. of, uh, of victims here. So when we last left you, uh, Wayne Henley had ended Dean Coral on the floor of his own home.
1: Bang, bang, shot down. Shut me down, bang bang.
0: I meant to Google if Nancy Sinatra's "Bang Bang" came out, because that's a cover, I think, too. If Nancy Sinatra's "Bang Bang" came out around that time, to see if it's related. To, not to see if it's related, because I don't think it's related. The lyric, the lyrical content states that it was a, a boy breaking her heart, but it would have been cool if it, it came out. Oh,
1: wait a minute, but Nancy Henley Sinatra broke, wasn't dating. Henley broke Dean's heart. No, it's, bang bang.
0: Heteronormative. It was a heteronormative thing.
1: What, what, can I try to make it relatable?
0: I know you're trying, but like <laughs> I'm shooting you down.
1: <laughs> you did.
0: Henley, uh, Wayne Henley. If you those of you who are just joining us you should probably go back and listen to episode two and three before this one. But Wayne Henley, uh, Dean Coral's accomplice, agrees to lead police to the burial sites of Dean's victims.
1: So I mean, he called in from after he shot whatever dean
0: you said whatever dean
1: yeah whatever Whoever his name is dean
0: sessions that, we've, that, we've, that we've grown to
1: now let no. me tell you, you said dean sessions is dead and technically he is dead for this episode but can he be resurrected as a ghost for this last part like what would dean say to wayne
0: wayne what are you doing wayne what are you telling the police fuck them police wayne you giving away all my secrets wayne my mama gonna know your mama gonna know wayne <laughs> Wayne, stop it. I promise I'll be better in the next life. Wayne, I'm being reincarnated as a squirrel. Wayne! That's it.
1: <laughs> a squirrel?
0: A squirrel. It just sound like, I it feel seems, like a squirrel is like, Dean's yeah, Spirit. Yeah, like we're <laughs> like an ant. Uh, I was scared there's going to be a nut joke in there, but that wasn't good. Like, mean, I mean, see, in the army he was looking for nuts. I mean, yeah. he, he, he bit off homeboy's testicles. Ripe. No, but he bit off that boy's test. School. Oh, so, yeah, like, that too. That's, that's disgusting. Too, that, Fuck that, you, Dean That Carl. was kind of
1: gross. That was a uh, very Diana it's thing by, to say.
0: That. I know. Like I was just giving myself credit for being the least problematic person on the planet. Yeah, and, and now here I am. Yeah. Now full in, the thro- in, in the throws with you and
1: full circle.
0: And I don't know who's the other one. Uh, Mike Pence and <laughs> 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 and Henry Zebrowski just being super problematic, but still having influence. How you? Make, how do you make it work? I don't know. Balance. Either way, he, he he says he accompanies uh, the police to Dean Coral's boat shed in Southwest Houston, where Wayne was telling the police that the, a lot of the bodies were buried and disposed of. Yes. Um, so inside, I'm not laughing at this. I'm laughing at myself because I was thinking about Dean Sessions. Um,
1: I mean, he's gonna be resurrected several inside times that boat that's shed. That's what the people want. The people want Dean Sessions. By I, the way. I
0: don't care what the people want. It's what I want, and what I want is to eat and watch scandal. So, <laughs> inside Dean's boat shed, they found a half stripped car, which turned out to be stolen from a used car lot, mm-hmm. a child's bike, empty bags of lime, and would you fucking guess it? Bags full of teenage boys'
1: clothing, clothes, yeah, and trinkets, <laughs> and yeah. Like,
0: bracelets watches
1: and i'm pretty sure dean was not starting a clothing store so
0: i'm sure he was not starting the first gay owned consignment shop in houston texas i don't think that was i don't think that was i mean he was an entrepreneur (laughs) i i can't take that away from him Him and his mama you know built things failed at building things a lot
1: of things she failed at building a home um, and I had a, a functional son. child,
0: absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I really, you know what I really meant to do was find out what the fuck was up with his sister. Like, what happened once she moved to Colorado with her mama? Cause she had been married like twice. His sister. So his sister was like, what's, uh, this is gonna sound really, this is gonna sound terrible. So forgive me. But like, you know, you ever see those movies where they always try to marry off this, the daughter that, whatever prosthetics had made her look like a troll? Yeah. I feel like his sister was wild and out of control and had like a pimple or like, Skin tags all over her face or something and mm-hmm. her mom was just like carting her off to random men who were like wealthy or of status and they were like yeah fuck this after like a month and she kept coming home to mom like mama why don't they like me and they're like oh don't worry baby you just like you just like Dean they don't understand my babies and it's really the truth is that they're probably what if she was killing her husband
1: you
0: know I mean there was two oh my god I think she was married three times
1: oh black widow
0: Dun, dun, dun. I don't remember her sister's (laughs) name. Dawn, I think it was her name. I can't remember. It's in my notes. I can look through it. It doesn't matter.
1: We'll look her up later.
0: (laughs) So police began digging through uh, the boat shed and soon uncovered the body of a young blonde haired boy lying on his side. (laughs) That's not funny.
1: What is wrong? What is wrong with you today?
0: Oh God. I was I was because I make myself laugh. Encased in clear plastic buried beneath a layer of lime womp, womp, womp. And I think it's it's fun to... We have to stop us here and talk about who was digging. So... Right. Houston Police Department. You have to understand, people. Walking into this boat shed... I don't know if people understand how lime works. So lime kind of blocks smells. Also, lye also breaks things down, helps mm-hmm. assist in the decomposition of things. So you have to understand that there are bodies literally, like, liquefying under this earth. Yeah. And this... <laughs> the deeper you got... It became murky, muddy. The smell had to be outrageous. Right. Like that, Bro, the,
1: Especially the number of boys that were the in there. The number
0: of bodies that were in there and the Houston heat and uh, t- metal bullshit. Think about that. So the Houston Police Department decided to employ some uh, less than stellar human beings in, a, in, in exchange for some time off their sentence. So they went and knocked on the jail cells of a local jail. I was like, look, if you want to get some time off, help us dig up some bodies and as far as for me and my black ass, I would just do the full time.
1: For, for <laughs> real. Like <laughs> lifelong trauma or a couple more years. Because it's not even
0: like <laughs> you were just like digging up dirt and hoping to hit a box or hitting a bag. You were no, sinking seeing, into like, earth. Yeah, like and, bodies
1: and smells. And
0: yeah, there were reports of like the police officers smoking, chain smoking cigarettes to get the smell out of their nose, like burning things, lighting matches, like to get, because think about that 20, not even, no, I wasn't 27 there but i think it was 1920 bodies in this boat shed some there for years, years again yeah. decomposing and rotting and i mean if you rent dean a boat shed and you he comes back and not only that he inquired about renting a second one <laughs> if you've he never had, he had goals he if had, you've never seen this motherfucker bring a boat to this boat shed, right there's never been a boat but he wants two sheds this is like brought a car to- <laughs> A random car once you've never driven it out. People
1: sell don't ask questions that much, huh?
0: And this is this is this is a case of like oh, white folks. We talked about it with Michelle Blair about right. black folks minding their business. This is a case of white folks right. like he yeah. paid on time. I don't give a
1: fuck. Right, right. They just turned around was like mm, okay.
0: Jesus. So the police. That's not funny, but I'm just thinking like it's so outrageous that like I'm nosy as shit. So I'm thinking like if I was if I was working at this boat shed of the rental, but there office, was
1: no smell at all. Like, but
0: you know, I, it's it it's where it was. Um, it's a boat shed, so it's where it was. You know, it's it's a major city. Um, near some wilder. You know, it's wild. not
1: fish though. So there's
0: a no, but it's a dead right. And you know what? People choosing to ignore it. But I'm saying how outrageous it was. Not only did you see Dean show up once, maybe twice a week. You know, and, you know, bring things in, but never take anything out and then be like, you know what? I'm running out of space. He showed up with shovels and shit, like bags of lime and lime. It definitely was
1: like a a matter of my my business. He pays on time. Right. He's like, he
0: paid in advance. He paid two months in advance. I'm just going to let him rock out. I mean, if I rented a home to somebody or rented an apartment, like there's going to be a time where you stop it and say, Hey, um, we see some complaints about the smell. Like, the same thing with Jeffrey Dahmer. You remember when they were interviewing? Have you seen that? Dial Sunday it to you if you haven't. No, I haven't. The documentary when, like, one of the, literally one of the women, because he was the only white person living in that building. He lived in, like, the black area of Milwaukee. And one of the people was like, I just figured that's what white folks smelled like. Yes, I remember that. And I was like, "My God!" I was like, that's was like the blackest fucking answer. I mean, I've heard the old blackest person later, answer ever. Yeah, yeah. I just figured that's what white folks, but I don't know. I don't. I never lived around white folks before. I figured that's what they they cooked something. <laughs>
1: they eat different.
0: So maybe that they, they eat different.
1: <laughs> that's some shit my grandma said. <laughs> they, eat <laughs> you know, they eat different. So, we're going to talk about how these victims are found.
0: Go ahead. You take the top.
1: Oh, God. I hate talking about what was done with these victims. I'm going to sit here and
0: just watch you struggle again. I'm going to
1: be struggling the whole time. Hey, you wanted to do
0: a True Crime podcast. (laughs) You know what it takes. This is
1: the part why I can't. Anyways, the victims are found sodomized. Um, Most victims had evidence of sexual tortures. Pubic hairs had been plucked. That alone. Genitals were chewed. Objects inserted. (laughs) Huh? <laughs>
0: Those homeboy we were talking about.
1: Yeah, objects inserted in their rectum. Glass rods shoved in the urethra, which we talked about, and smashed. Uh, they had cloths around their mouths still, you know, and adhesive to muffle their screams. Wrapped
0: around their fucking faces. Like, you have to think, like, draw the picture for them, D. You gotta get in here. So, what we're looking at is... We I'm see gonna these... be sick! I, mean, I, wish, I wish you would puke on these mics. <laughs> There's... So, you have to really think about this. So... Some like they; these were strangled. They were shot. They were in here, but also like think about that. They had rags shoved in their mouths and like tape wrapped around their still, face. Like yeah, still. he never cut them off. He just as soon as you he was left done with them, like, that. Oh. like the, the the way to desecrate a body like this. Not only that, but like a young person's body, yeah. and to not like there like the level of um humanity you have to be connect disconnected from to do that, and to kind of like carry them in his box or whatever, and just to dump them. Wrap them in sheet and dump them. Like, the, the lack of value you put on human life is obscene. And this is what Dean is. So, we're watching. And then these cops are literally... And how shitty must you feel? Thinking, like, these are all just runaways. We need to... And then you're finding these boys that these parents have been calling about. Like, oh, man.
1: So, they said the third victim on Earth on August 8th, mouth was so wide open... That they theorized that the youth had died like with a scream, like he was screaming oh, as god. he died, like his mouth was still open. Just
0: picture, deeper, you know, visible. I was thinking, like, you ever see Beetlejuice? Yeah. And like when he like stretches the face out and stretches the mouth out, I like,
1: know, frozen like frozen, like that. You.
0: No, it's terrible, and that's <laughs> where my my brain went to when I was reading up on this, and I'm like, oh my god, like think about that, like someone died. In pain, in agony, like screaming, that. Mid screaming, mid scream. Like, and I wonder, no I, I should look and see farther. Cause what is it, was he like shot? You know, it's just.
1: I don't think it's the one that was, was his jaw it? was shot.
0: No, I'm just saying, was he shot, like to kill him? Oh, cause I'm death, thinking, but, like, cause the, the if he bled out, like, you know, it had to be a sudden, like, yeah. maybe shot to the head. Cause if he bled out, there's a, there's a relaxing that happens. When but you bleed for
1: out. you, yeah. But for, so I don't think he was shot because he was screaming.
0: But if he was shot in the head and screaming, you know, oh, you might
1: still being tortured.
0: Right, you might be shot. Like if someone, what if Hanley was just like, but we'll get into that because there, there are things I'm that they don't have
1: to watch. Steven Universe after this.
0: Uh, you gotta go to work. So Harry
1: Potter. I, you don't think I need? A, I'm gonna need a palate cleanse after that.
0: No. So we talk about the so on the eighth uh, of August in 1973, eight more uh, corpses were uncovered at the boat shed. After being coerced, uh prompted, and really kind of forced by his father, David Brooks went to the Houston Police Department and turned himself in and gave a statement, <laughs> turned himself in. He did not, actually. He uh, gave a statement denying participation in the murders, but admitting to having known that Coral had raped and killed two kids way back in 1970. And on the morning, the next morning, Henley gave his statement, <laughs> snitch, detailing in full, <laughs> He and Brooks' involvement with Dean Coral in the abduction and murder of all these boys. And in this confession, Henley admitted to having personally <laughs> killed at least nine of the kids and assisted Coral in strangling others. He stated that only three of the abductions and murders Brooks had not assisted him in uh, were committed in the summer of 1973.
1: So He outed David. He was like, look, bitch, you helped. And what you're not going to do is
0: try to sidestep. <laughs> I had no idea. But what I will admit, to is the fact that I knew he had raped and killed two boys way back in there. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you was driving them there. You was watching. You shot one of them. You you, you accident- were there first. David, I think it was a was day. I think, no, it was Wayne who accidentally shot someone's jaw off. Never mind. But because yeah. Wayne, Wayne was a little bit more gung ho. Yeah. And David was just like, look, I'm just trying to get blown and get my $200. His
1: money. Yeah. So I guess Wayne had a guilty conscience. Something happened. And no Wayne
0: you, you know how this works in, in, and <laughs> you've ever seen Law and Order the first one to the table gets the best deal
1: <laughs> true
0: so the first one to say I'll tell you everything you get the deal and we'll, we'll find out once their sentencing and stuff comes around that no one no one gets
1: it I was <laughs> gonna say I don't think in this case
0: he thought bitch he thought he was gonna get out of there.
1: So he told everybody about the well he told about Dean participating. So that was David. it. David. Of Dave. course Dean
0: participated. It was Dean's, <laughs> yeah. it was Dave, Dean's doing. David. Do you need coffee?
1: Yeah, more than. I think I think you need more. vitamin. I don't need anything that starts with a D right now. You Especially need Dean.
0: Decaf. <laughs> Duncan. I can't think of another thing that stings with D. Dick. Um hmm? What? What? See th- in this context is inappropriate? I didn't say it. You did. So again, <laughs> problematic. What are you doing?
1: I wasn't. I wasn't. We got. We went off topic.
0: You went off topic. I said you just need some vitamin C. You heard D.
1: Anyways, what we were <laughs> saying was.
0: Are you good? Okay, so. Henley, we, I was like, "Are we go- Are you going or I'm
1: going? <laughs> I feel like you were the. I'll take it. It was fine. So. <laughs> I was like, Jesus I thought that was Christ. you.
0: So in this in this whole thing, Henley took him to uh, the the coral kind of lakeside retreat. Uh, at Lake Sanburn in San Augustine County, where he and Brooks had buried four victims killed that year. And two additional bodies were found in the, sh- in the shallow, lime-soaked graves located close to a dirt road. And inside that cabin, owned by Dean's family, police found a plywood torture board, of course, rolls of plastic sheeting, shovels, and a sack of lime. Paraphernalia. Evidence. You're sloppy, Dean. At least Jeff Sessions covers his fucking tracks when he tries, or at least tries to. Tries to. to. <laughs> Dean was like, "These birds ain't coming to look in this cabin." I don't
1: know why every time it's my turn to say something. Okay, so the police found nine additional bodies in that boat shed. Why do you have to say it so? Because it's gonna go into like more mutilation and gross stuff, and I don't know why I keep getting it.
0: <laughs> so while the, while the, they keep saying we keep saying police found so when these prisoners these inmates this, kept uh, this digging.
1: This is the point. <laughs>
0: point when when these inmates kept digging out you have to understand at this point they were also like knee they were they dug they kept digging they're going to the early bodies now these yeah. are these are the first victims that were buried there this is no longer just the surface level folks imagine you have to think about it like have you ever seen those slave ship drawings where like bodies were stacked on top of yeah. each other you have to think yeah. about it in that context yeah. So these people are like waist deep
1: yeah, and, and like
0: in this sludge, it's like the sludge is around their ankles. So they're like, they've excavated so much dirt. And I'm like, oh my God, like, but who now, else would
1: you get for this job? Like, I don't who know. else would be qualified to do this job?
0: Qualified, or did you do you think deserves to be punished in such a way? There's a difference because De- what's right is what's, I'll tell you, what's right isn't always just, yeah. Like, we don't know what these inmates did. Literally, um, I don't know the, the racial identities of these inmates, but right. we know the disproportionate amount of people of color who were arrested in the 70s for small crimes. So they Correct. could have all been black folks who could have been arrested on trespassing, serving eight months in jail. I
1: mean, you're you right. You know, but and I'm so hoping... now they deserve
0: to dig up poor, poor dead little white boys. Like, there's.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but like, who else would have done it?
0: Um, like I'm just, volunteers, you know shit.
1: Who was the volunteer for I that? I don't
0: know. Um, if you were helping hang up flyers, maybe you should get your ass down <laughs> to the boat shed. Because seriously, if you came to me like, "Look, we got a job for you. We'll take two months off your sentence. You dig up these bodies." The,
1: the only ones that deserve to dig them up would be Wayne and David. I would have let them. Yeah, yeah. Not, but you know what? Because but they were also kind of victims. They were victims maybe in their own them.
0: right because they were they were they were abused and they were coerced into uh, you know things they didn't want to do sexually. The mama. <laughs> Come dig up his body. I can't. Wait, James come on, get your old ass over here. Get your old ass over
1: here.
0: You ain't doing nothing. I know you ain't doing that. You sitting around looking at this TV wondering why the Dick Van Dyke show is off the air. I don't know. But... I just, you're right. Who would you get? But I'm like, maybe I would make David do. But then it's like cruel and unusual punishment becomes a whole thing. Right. Like, but you put them there, hoe Yeah. Like,
1: like no, it's not. If you're able to put them there, you could dig them out. It's
0: just like your mommy used to tell you, it's like I can't get so hard to clean my room. Like if you made the fucking you made mess, the mess, you can clean it up. So I would have had them scooping with fucking um. What do you call those things? The uh, that people gardeners use. <laughs> the Stop fucking,
1: the little holes, yeah. you know, the little the scoopers. Garden holes. <laughs> like, no, you know. a hole
0: is a as a raker thing. Oh, like thing. the little, uh, little scoop. I know the I can't remember what it is, but I would literally have them scooping with that shit. You're talking
1: about and unusual punishment. You need to not be the head of the Pasadena Police Station. Or well, Houston if Station. you know what? Had
0: I been the head of the Pasadena Police Department, Houston Police Department, I would have done a hell of a hell of a lot better job finding these ass these ass <laughs> kids, find these damn kids right. than the Houston than they did. I would have been a little bit more vigilant and on my tasks. Maybe so. they wouldn't
1: have so many bodies.
0: I mean, they probably would ended up having like twelve because you know I go home, but like you think right. about it, like because right. you had to catch on. Like I, I'll give them, I'll give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt when the first two to four went missing. Right. Because it's like they might be runaways. If they went to school together, they might know each other. They might be linking up in a town somewhere. Mm-hmm. But at like 10, you're like, this is a pattern,
1: right? Not Around, all of them found all these jobs at other places.
0: Boys at these young of ages, especially when they hit the nine-year-old mark, like right. Nine, no one's hiring a nine-year-old to move anything. Right. You can't ask a nine-year-old to move itself off of a couch <laughs> and into its bed. So, like, so it's just all these things that happen it irritates me. Go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: All right. Finish.
0: Tell us what happened to what they were finding on August ninth.
1: Um, So, August night, they found all these bodies that were in advanced state of decomposition, which we said.
0: Liquefying.
1: Thank you. Um,
0: Sloshing in their plastic sheeting.
1: Thank you for creating the visuals that made me sicker. Um, I want people to understand what happened. You are definitely making them understand. (laughs) There was evidence of sexual mutilation. um, Severed genitals, again, found inside a steel plastic bag beside the body Think so. about that too I mean,
0: <sighs> like the the care taken at that point like to, to Like keep you actually the,
1: have to like yeah but to it, keep the
0: genitals with the body that you that it was attached to says a lot about what Dean was in like a monster a monster but also meticulous at the same time like Dean never really got reckless no. in his killings like it was very he was very organized he had a he had a he had a process and he stuck to it but, like, that is so weird to me. The fact that you cared enough to, like, I. Like, were you gonna go back and find them later? What
1: were the, what was the thinking behind that, too?
0: You know, I'm not sure, cause it's not like a Dahmer where, like, you went back to the, you kept the body for days, or other people mm-hmm. who kept, went back, and like, Ed Gein, right. who would dig up bodies, and then, like, okay, let me go, you know, have sex with these dead, cor- these corpses. It's like, he was, was he coming back to, was he going to ever relocate them? Was there, was there an intention of, like, making sure the bodies were found at, when he was at an old age. Because there's, there's, there's remorse that comes when you're, like, 75 and you're like, let me go tell the truth. There's several there's several killers in the world who've come forward at old age because they, they're they not fear, in fear of punishment anymore. Right. Like, they're going to die they're in person. They're going to die anyway. Right. They've lived a life, whatever. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off.
1: <laughs> it's, it's fine because I'm just, like, traumatized right now. That's what um, I do. Thank you. the other unearthed victim had, like, several fractured ribs and I guess they identified, well, they had ID cards next to them. Um, they found Donald and Jerry Waldrop. Brothers. Uh, yeah. The, which Yay. was the 13th and 14th bodied on earth. So.
0: <sighs> Santa Maria Jesus. I feel
1: like we need to call everybody, all of them.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I need, I can't even name 18 gods. But... I am
1: going to church as <laughs> it is. This.
0: And so just to, so David, now they're finding all these bodies and I
1: guess he and time, them
0: David was like, all right, look, See? I may or may not have been around for a lot more of this, but look, I got, I got a girl now. She's pregnant. Like guys, come on. And they're like, uh, uh-uh. so on the evening of August 9th, when they're unearthing all these bodies, right after the unearthing about Donald and Jerry Waldup Waldrop. I don't like that last dropped. name. Yeah, He ends up being present at several killings and assisting in burials, although he continued to deny any direct participation in the murders. Look, I was around. <laughs> I saw some shit. <laughs> But I ain't do some shit.
1: David, you were there first. Like you were the first. You were the one. first one. Like
0: and literally, there are people who are shit. willing to to testify that you were always at Dean's house. Right. So if you were there for the killings, you were probably there for the disposal too. Sis, what is sis?
1: <laughs>
0: oh God, I can't. I can't deal with this. So. He would he would tell he would talk he would talk about how they were tortured on the board and he would say once they were on the board they're as good as dead which we know that the uh, the mortality rate for anyone tied to Dean's board was a hundred percent well that's not true actually I uh, go I don't know that so over ninety five percent because uh, Henley got down <laughs> like so
1: yeah
0: it's like but also on uh, on August tenth Henley again. Took his lily white ass, uh, to Lake Sam Rayburn with the police, where two more bodies were found 10 feet apart. As two, as with the two bodies that were found the previous day, both victims had been tortured, beaten severely. And then, and then Henley Brooks brought these fucking popo to High Island Beach, where they found shallow graves of two other victims. And on the 13th, once again, at High Island Beach, <laughs> four more bodies were found making a total of 27 known victims the worst spree killing in American history at this point in 1973 because we know it got worse after 1973.
1: So, look, these police officers were clearly not doing their job because, like, a whole classroom of boys went missing. Well. (laughs) Like, a whole class. I know we said it, but, like, in retrospect, this is a classroom of of boys.
0: Right. It's a... It's, it's a mess. It's, it was, uh, a whole classroom had gone missing. Like enough that, which is, again, we talked about it last episode. The fact that this many, this couldn't happen in 2018. The fact that this many white boys went missing and right. no one said Not nothing. Not at all. Well, we could talk about the, what is it, 28 white, uh, black girls in DC that had gone missing over the years. I mean, course I was, a, I was
1: just about to say it could happen to black girls.
0: Cause black girls are like, it's like whatever. They're, yeah, they're, they they're, they're, you know, they're combative. They're defiant. You know they they hate authority, so they're gonna go through their own thing, right. so they can disappear because they just probably ran away. They probably they're probably sex workers now. They're all these things instead of like no, maybe someone's abducting these yeah, girls. Yeah, something's wrong. And where are they? How can we can't find them? So like you can do that. Let well, I can't even say that because literally like twenty plus youngins were gunned down in elementary school and nothing happened in no, twenty I, what was it twenty twelve? So yeah. It's like the the, the value on life as opposed to keeping things status quo says a lot about where we are as americans i mean i don't want to take anything away from us we've come a fucking long way but we have so fucking far to go when it comes to valuing human life above that of corporations and agencies and associations who don't really have uh everyday people's uh best interests at heart but here we are again in our social justice tirade on what did you do and that's not what we do here
1: well sort of because we're both social workers it's it's, it is kind of what what can we what can we do
0: so, but at the time it was, it was the worst free killing and it had rivaled, uh, Juan Corona who had been arrested in California in 71 for killing 25 men. It was a record that was gonna be broken by John Wayne Gacy not more than, uh, five years later who murdered 33 boys and young men, uh. God, and he actually admitted to being influenced by Coral, which is kind of something you say after the fact. We know why John Wayne Gacy killed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, he was like, it's easy to say, like, I was influenced by someone else. I wasn't going to do this if it wasn't for someone else. So, Lies. like, literally, like, Lies. you waited five. I mean, killers wait for their perfect opportunity to get it done. Cause it's the first time John Wayne Gacy, John, John Wayne Gacy killed, it wasn't, remember, it wasn't on purpose no like it, it literally happened by accident some boy he was like laying up with was cooking him breakfast turned around with a knife too quick and gacy went wild stabbed him, and then jizzed his pants and was like oh this is a thing this for is me now like yeah <laughs> so like it, it's a thing so mean like, that was not dean coral's um <laughs> modus operandi it was not to uh kill him and just were there
1: a couple of years when did john wayne gacy start though
0: um, I think he started in... You know what? I think he's actually started in
1: 74. Oh. So it was like, so it was like soon right after. after. So he might have
0: been convinced. Or but influenced. he didn't know at the time because he didn't come out. But you know what? But no, it, 73 is when the news stories broke. Oh. But okay. he might Because it was, it was national news. Yeah, Wayne. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. But so maybe he
0: was watching his TV one night with his, um, his beard or his drinking buddies right. or maybe one of his youngins and was like, you know what? This is what we'll do.
1: Right.
0: But anyway... So, so like I
1: said, the families were pissed um, who said these boys had ran away.
0: Right. They were highly critical of it. And yeah. like they were, dr- well, in 2018 terms, drag them, <laughs> slay <laughs> them, read them. Oh, my God. They Because they were, they were adamant that these kids were runaways. Right. Even when parents were like, no, this is not my son. He's not this kind of person. Please believe me. Like they're like no no let me tell you what little um, Jerry did Jerry took his ass up the highway and got a job and ran away to join what the circus
1: right but so if, the only silver lining I can say about this is at least they found most of the bodies and you know these parents got some peace
0: I mean it that's but the most only but that's but those are the those are the people who found the bodies recently and but think right. about yeah, think about the traumatization there. that comes from having to again. Every, I think that everyone forgets what happens when it comes to, like, bodies being discovered and being identified, especially at these points of decomposition. There's a difference right. between finding your, you know, uh, finding your child kind of dead from an allergic reaction or unfortunately or sadly from, like, an overdose, mm-hmm. whether it was intentional or not, like, finding your child's, like, in their bed. Passed away while they looked like them, and they're right, you know like, yeah. Yeah, while they while they the right as opposed to finding them two years later after they decompose and forcing parents to be like, is this your son? Is, can you identify him, or do we have to do it by teeth, Um like yeah, right or whatever is hanging on their body, or if they have a license or an ID on them or a school ID? So it's like all these things that come with it, and like that all these things that could have been avoided, right. So, oh my God! In 2018, everybody's ass would have been sued.
1: Right, the police department—they would have shut down that police department. Right, they were like, everyone needs
0: to go, like burn been, it down. Right, it was, it was yeah,
1: like, it would have been a ghost town. It would have in been hashtag
0: hashtag you now. And I was like, hashtag right, YouTube.
1: everyone would have been but, in jail.
0: Like that's how I feel about Hollywood now. I'm like, we just gotta burn it all down and start a new one, <laughs> <laughs> and we could do it. Oh yeah,
1: with all this Me Too stuff.
0: We can burn Ooh. it. We can burn. It, it was like we could burn down a Houston Lord, police department and start doing do one.
1: These sorry. I'm trying. You know
0: what? What's what's weird about that is I have not read about that one yet because I'm trying to to dedicate the right amount of time to it.
1: Right. Well, I haven't heard anything since the original like news came out, so we'll see what happens.
0: I mean, once don't tell me about the original news because I don't want to be miss. I don't want to be like I'm I don't want to be misinformed. I'm not. Or get pieces. We'll wait. We'll wait. A, I'm
1: still holding out hope that there is more of a story.
0: Well, I I think from what, what? I'm hearing is that. It's the um, coercion and the and the insistence on sexual contact. I think became the issue. I don't think that, I don't think anyone's claiming that mm-hmm. they were raped. I think no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, the yeah. fact that his behavior was inappropriate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. they felt pressured to do it to, to, after at such right. and such. No, no, there of was time. no actual like right.
1: sexual like physical, but it was like yeah, what, you know he's like a guy and it, doesn't want to say. You want yeah, to take no, no for an answer, yeah, and yeah, no. you
0: kind of like because it's happened to it's happened it's happened to me where you feel like you yeah, kind of feel yeah. like you like I have to do it just to get it over with so people will stop asking or stop right. making you feel unsafe with it. Right. Um, so I I, I know and I know several women I know who have said like you know I've had sex with guys just because they've been so persistent stu- persistent yeah, yeah. and to a point where you feel like if you don't something terrible would happen. Right. So it's either you kind of like bite bite the bullet and deal with it, and then you kind of don't have to talk to them again. Or you, they take it from you. Which my is my favorite a thing is thing. to
1: play crazy woman, so they don't want it anymore.
0: Crazy woman. Oh, I'm good at it. It's crazy. woman.
1: I'm just being crazy, just acting crazy. No, so I was like, true. oh, so we're
0: getting married now, like crazy, or like yeah. wilding out, like wilding
1: crazy. out, or like, like ripping get, things
0: out of your hair. Oh, like, we're
1: getting crazy, <laughs> or like or we're getting married, or like just wilding out, making them feel super uncomfortable. Depends on the guy.
0: Men are such fucking. Tr- <laughs> 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 going from Dean Corll to this shit men, from 1973
1: to now hell like <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do as a woman and I love there are a lot of guys out there that will say I'm batshit crazy and I'm like yeah
0: you um, know I, I, I
1: feel so I,
0: I've never felt so bad for like and only as an adult where I'm like cause you always acknowledge the fact that men have historically been terrible.
1: Been trash, yeah.
0: And then, so we, now as an adult with the power or the illusion of power to change things, mm-hmm. like you, like, um, I mean, it's so terrible that people I care about have to deal with this every day. And it's something that weighs on you or should weigh on you as a man or as a woman that people are hurting because of this. And we're not doing anything about it. Like we're not raising. Men, we're not raising boys to be to see other people as people, and we—no one owes us anything. No one owes you their time, their space, their bodies, but because I've done nice things for you, or I didn't yell at you, or call you a bitch, or something, right. all of a sudden you need to blow me, or you need to allow me to enter you. That's not how life works. And Dean doesn't know a goddamn thing about consent either. So you think about that—you're just as fucking trashy as Dean Coral.
1: Right. So. And clearly, things don't change.
0: Oh, man. I'm so mad now. Man, it's
1: I, really moms. At the end of the... Well, dads, too. Lacks of a no, father's No, parents... Yeah. But mom, the mama boy complex, like the mom like not disciplining their son because their son could do no wrong, that bullshit causes a lot My least favorite of people
0: on the fucking planet are the guys who... Will call women out of their names and refer to women as females and treat mm-hmm. them like their fodder, like their, like their objects to be used. But on Mother's Day, be like, DM my shout out to you for playing both the mom and dad role and holding down a home and raising me up right I don't think she did. She did not. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't think she did. I think that you, she, she let you get away with a lot of shit and she still cooks for you. So you thank her all the time. Right. But I think she raised a piece of shit just like Miss Coral's ass who was yelling at all these boys like, I think your, I think your son tried to grope my ass. Not no. my baby. Right, yeah, that's right. you got Dean Coral Mama syndrome, and you trash. So yeah, who I hate people so fucking much, man. It's
1: okay, but it's all relative to this shit. This is exactly this is the Mama's Boy the beginning.
0: This is of exactly. the Mama's Boy bullshit. So we we can talk about the Waldrop uh, parents who were adamant and consistent and persistent. Checking like checking in with police. Did you find anything? I know my kids didn't run away. Like it's odd that they were happy at home. They're not abused. They're not beaten. They're fed. They're great in school. Like these two boys would not disappear at the same time. Like where are my boys? And after that, um, they uh, what is this? Uh, in 1971, uh, was Everett Waldrop, the father of Donald and Jerry, the brothers who were found had complained that it disappeared. Uh, he had informed police that an acquaintance had observed quarrel. But burying what appeared to be bodies at the boat shed.
1: What is wrong with people?
0: You saw what you saw. So they know. So what they did is like they because they could not they couldn't not go in it. Yeah. Without a search warrant. So what they did was they searched around the motherfucking shed, and they're like, "This is a lie. This isn't true." Someone said there are
1: somebody said somebody twenty
0: plus boys you saw what you saw. It was accurate. Houston Heights. 20 plus missing someone said I've seen Dean Coral's creepy ass looking, burying what it looks like bodies at this boat shed and you said alright well there's still runaways um, we're gonna look around the boat shed just to keep people to shut the fuck up um but here we are no nobody's yeah because they're inside but you got to unlock that motherfucker. <laughs> you don't smell that while you dig they it around literally outside. did
1: the minimum they could do
0: i'm not going to say that most police officers do that but
1: <laughs> I'm, i mean i mean
0: i'll let you guys figure out what i mean so.
1: <laughs> right
0: so wilder also stayed on one occasion when he visited the, the houston police department the police chief had simply told him why are you down here you know your boys are runaways And the mother of Gregory Molly Winkle stated, you don't run away from home with nothing but a bathing suit and 80 cents.
1: Thank you. Because even me as a little child, when I was trying to run away, packed my shit.
0: Bitch, I packed a backpack with my favorite toys, <laughs> applesauce, pudding cups. Bitch, and I knew I was only going up the street for 20 minutes, but I was mad as shit. Right. I got ready. Right. Everything I thought my eight-year-old ass would need to get the fuck out of my mama house.
1: Exactly. I packed food, too, and in, in a pillowcase, and I was up the road. I didn't pack a pillowcase, bitch. I told my mom. I
0: literally had my school backpack. I dumped my my like papers out on the middle of the a- living room floor to be dramatic, so I was like, she's going to find this and be worried. I
1: did literally the old-school thing of like pillowcase on the like, broomstick.
0: Oh wow, you were trying I, so hard to be cool. I
1: was trying so hard to, and I only made it up the street because my mom would be like, "The kids that run away and get like murdered." And no. I re- remember my mom saying this dumb shit because my mom was a true crime. So God. I remember my mom saying this before I left, and I turned right the fuck back
0: no see my mama see i grew up and i grew up in a i grew up with a gangster mama so like she had told like i was trained in what to do if i got kidnapped and things like that like it was weird my mama was the type of mom who carried razor blades like under her tongue so it was like whatever and in her hats and shit so like fuck like i didn't care so yeah my mom was my mom was a little bit of a wild one but so like when i ran away from her like i wasn't worried but i wouldn't worry about anyone trying to take me Uh because then my mama would have to take them like it would be It was a thing, so I was like, whatever, I'm here now. Um, (laughs) But no, I was dramatic enough that I needed something efficient. I needed to be able to put bow straps on my back because I didn't want to walk too far carrying something over my shoulder. And also, I didn't want to look like I was running away because everyone in my block knew me, and they would call my mom and say, Charnel's got like a... Like a, some kind of fucking Looney Tunes runaway sack on his back. And he's walking up the street. And my mom would have been outside at
1: 2.5. Listen, I made it down the street. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to do this.
0: Your ass got scared.
1: I totally did. I was like, oh, my <laughs> suburban ass. Right, see, I was girl.
0: I in her city, so I was like, I got this. But
1: I was like, actually, I have a whole bedroom. I'm going back. I
0: mean, I, got, I was I literally You know what gone. I mean? Like, yeah, I was gone for 20 minutes. I was literally gone. I went up the street, waved at my by. friends, and came back, and literally my mom, I walked in the house, she's like, why the fuck did you dump all these papers in the floor clean this up? I was like, okay, mom. She didn't even realize I had the backpack yeah, on no. my back. Like, <laughs> so I was like, my bad. She knew it's a mess. But either way, by, by April 1974... Twenty-one of Coral's victims had been identified, with all but four of the youths having either lived in or had close connections to Houston Heights. Two more teenagers were identified in eighty-three, nineteen eighty-three. That is, in nineteen eighty-five, of whom Richard Kempner also lived in Houston Heights. The other youth, William Branch, lived in Oak Forest District of Houston.
1: So, oh my God, I'm just—he like eliminated a whole like generation of boys, like he, just so you know like <laughs> from he, an area.
0: Right, he just snapped like literally like Yeah. You said it, a classroom. Yeah. Like he took out a football team of yeah. boys. Of uh, boys. And no one then No one noticed. And no one in the they noticed. They noticed. They didn't give a
1: fuck. No. You're Again, right. thank you're I mean
0: right. yeah, minimum. I'm so I'm so thankful that I live in a time where I know people give a damn enough about me that if I disappeared for more than 2 days like cuz I go I go into hibernation on weekends some days and that's something I can be like, um, has anyone heard from or seen Charnell?
1: If I'm not on social media for like 48 hours.
0: If I'm not. not, if I haven't tweeted. <laughs> look, literally, if I haven't tweeted in two days, I'm either incarcerated or dead. Like, that's what you need to know. <laughs> like, go look for me. Find my car. Correct. <laughs> like,
1: correct. Plus, my mom makes me call her every day.
0: Oh, see, I, I'm, I'm one of us is lucky to have a maternal figure. Yeah, I, thanks for rubbing it in. I
1: mean, no. I didn't, you know.
0: God, what a god. piece of shit! Damn it,
1: makes me feel like
0: shit. I do. I do it on purpose. You know what? I do it on purpose.
1: Make people mad and uncomfortable. Because people
0: are like, oh, but you should just ask your mom. I'm like, I don't have one of those. They're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm you're just a so shitty. Shit.
1: <laughs> you're awful.
0: They're like, because because I, I, now it's been it's been ten years. So yeah. like now I'm like, I, it's still sad to think about. Of but course. I've I've built up a. Uh, an armor about it so i can joke about my mom being fucked up and terrible and not have people (laughs) be like what the fuck are you talking about um you should love your mother but let's talk about now these victims are on earth here we are here we are now the only people alive that can be held responsible
1: David and
0: Wayne All right, David Brooks and Wayne. Henley. So
1: what's going to happen to them? Let's find out. Well, you
0: got Well, you got it. Someone's got to pay. Um even if the Houston Police Department don't fire their shitty ass officers, someone's got to go down for this. And, and so
1: And Dean is looking down at all of this
0: well well you know i told their asses not to say a goddamn thing and nothing would have fucking happened if wayne didn't fucking bring that fucking gash to my goddamn house and that's a terrible word to use but i was totally in my 1970s southern <laughs> and Just gash so you is you know
1: i purposely mentioned dean so you could bring that but that yeah. was definitely definitely planned you're welcome people gash is a uh
0: <laughs> is a slur or slang for vagina um
1: if he didn't oh, bring didn't that damn that. woman
0: to my goddamn potty house, we would have had a good old time like always. But no, he had to go get all infatuated with some woman folk and bring her to my house.
1: You're welcome, people. So I, I decided
0: I was going to control all delete and shut all this shit down. <laughs> but little did Dean know. <laughs> <laughs> it was he who would be shut down.
1: You are welcome, people, because I triggered that purposely.
0: Oh, God, I'm so tired of that. But it, it takes a <laughs> lot. It hurts your throat to do that. Because it's like a breathy thing, and it's like a nasally thing, and, it, like, and then it's, it's sore accent. now. Like, now I feel like I'm going to wake up hoarse.
1: It's okay. It's the last time. I'm going to sound like the ASMR girl. And it's the last time, unless we have a full episode of all the different voices, you will probably do.
0: Probably do. I don't know who our, <laughs> You guys and we don't know who our next case will be, but I hope it's somebody who I can make fun of. So, well, I'll make fun of all of them. but Because uh, they're all I'll terrible sure human beings. So, dun-dun-dun, tell me what happened.
1: Oh, I'm telling you? So <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, you're the only other person in the room.
1: <laughs> right, hello, Dean. Are you gonna? Okay, no. Okay, so like, on August hello. 13th, a grand jury convened in Harris County to hear evidence against Henley and Brooks. The first witnesses to testify was Rhonda. You remember Rhonda? That from,
0: damn Rhonda. Oh my god. Damn. She was
1: the gash. <laughs> she
0: was. She was the gash.
1: She was the gash. She's a terrible word. Yes, and Tim, um, who testified uh, about the, the events that happened. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the other guy. That wasn't really important. They testified about... Well, he was
0: about, important to He was... T- to him. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he was the other boy in the house. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> testified
1: <laughs> to what happened on the um, night of uh, August 7th, the night that led to the death of Dean Coral. Other witnesses who testified to uh, his experience at the hands of Dean Coral was Billy Ray- Riding. I
0: would say Ridinger.
1: Oh, you country folk.
0: So, after listening to over six hours of testimony from various people, on the 14th of August, the jury indicted Henley on three murder charges and Brooks on one count. Bail for each youth was set at $100,000. You know these broke bitches ain't got this. Not
1: even, not even for each youth,
0: yeah. (laughs) Uh, But by the time the grand jury had completed the investigation, Henley had been indicted for six murders and Brooks four. Uh, but Henley was not charged with the death of Dean Corll because it was ruled self defense.
1: So he got one. That was his price. <laughs> I mean, that was his price To be for, fair, like, it, it actually was self defense. That self-defense. was his price. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> so we don't have to talk. We don't have to talk too much because David Brooks and Wayne Henley are trash. But right, right. <laughs> so I'll just give you guys a little bit. So what happened was a jury deliberated for uh, 92 minutes on July 15th before finding Henley guilty of all six murders for which he was tried. So on July 16th, Henley was sentenced to six consecutive 99-year terms, a total of 594 years for each of the murders for which he was charged to be served consecutively.
1: So he's getting out soon. No, he's,
0: yeah, he's still there. Uh, <laughs> but he actually, you know, this tra- piece of trash actually appealed his conviction, saying that the jury in his initial trial had not been sequestered, that his <laughs> attorney's <laughs> objections to news media being present in the courtroom had been overruled, inciting that his defense's team attempts to present evidence contending that the initial trial should not have been held in San Antonio had been overruled by the judge. The problem, so this is also something that happens when you have to request a, a move of the trial because too many people know who you are, sure, yeah. so you can't hold a, a trial in Houston time, after yeah. this this story breaks because everyone's going to know who David Brooks are. Everyone's going to be, you know, informed about it. Uh, have biases.
1: Probably affected by it too, because probably like a lot they're, they're of, your of people in the Friends,
0: area. kids. They're your yeah. classmates. They're your, they're your neighbors. You know, they're your kids' friends. Like they're, someone's always going, it's too many kids and have to, the same thing with Sandy Hook. I still meet people to this day who are from other parts of Connecticut who were impacted. People who go to my yeah. church. Yeah. There's a, there's a lady who goes around and does uh, trainings and things whose son was killed at Sandy Hook who goes to my church. Like it's a, right, it's a right. very, it's small a very community. small community. You, see, you have to think about that. Think about that. There's three million people in Connecticut. Yeah,
1: right.
0: you know, I, I can't. So Houston I keep, twenty-two, 22
1: Houston number. Area. Yeah. Twenty-two
0: was the number of kids that were killed. I think it was two twenty-one kids, four adults, died in Sandy Hook Elementary. So I think about was that.
1: Sixteen kids for.
0: It was a twenty. I thought it was twenty one kids. I might be wrong. Don't believe. Don't don't quote me on that. Yeah. But it was like that that small amount of kids bled mm-hmm. over. Here we are. You know, almost six years later, and I'm st- you're still so impacted by that. People yeah. are still impacted by Absolutely. that. So you had to move to San Antonio, and they're like, "No, my my rights were violated. I didn't get a fair trial because I moved to San Antonio. No, if no, you had stayed in Houston, you, you would have been crucified. Yeah, you would. You might not the, have made it to the courthouse. That sent like. Right, and the the thing is that Texas had it.
1: Yeah. Which is Which strange Which is why to me. they didn't give it. to Yeah, I guess in a way because he was a victim. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they scared like him. Like, maybe.
0: Because yeah, cause we have to also be be aware of how young they were.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't Dean. It was, you know, had it been Dean, I know Dean would be sentenced. He would be. Right. Yeah. But
0: eventually, Henley's Henley's appeal was upheld, and he was awarded a retrial in December of 1978. His new trial began uh, in Corpus Christi on June 18th, 1979, where he was again represented by the same defense attorneys, uh, Will Gray and Ed Pegolo, which is a terrible fucking name. I
1: would not want to be his defense attorney. I would quit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what would I say? I'd be like, look, y'all...
0: <laughs> Only because Henley's attorneys, again, attempted to have Henley's written statements ruled admissible. So, his written statements about the initial uh, crimes and whatnot. Uh, however, Judge Noah Kennedy, shout out to the Kennedys, I don't know if they're related, but Kennedys always do great things, ruled the written <laughs> statements given by Henley on August 9th were admissible as evidence. And the retrial lasted nine whole days. And on July on June 27, 1979, uh, the jury deliberated for over two hours before reaching their verdict that Henley was again convicted of six murders and sentenced to six concurrent 99-year terms.
1: He's going to go soon.
0: I mean, you can send them letters. (laughs) Him and David Brooks are still locked up.
1: Still there. (laughs) David
0: Brooks was brought to trial on February 27, 1975. Mm -hmm. He had been indicted on four murders committed between December 1970 and June 1973. But the trial charge only uh, – brought the trial charged only with the 1973 murder of a 15-year-old boy named William Ray Lawrence. And, you know, the, the problem with David is that David was, like, trying so hard mm-hmm. to absolve himself of Absolutely, all guilt. Yeah. And so he was like, I'm not – he's like, I didn't commit any of the murders. His, his defense attorney was still saying that my, my client was not uh, a participant. He didn't do any actual killing. But the ADA, uh, Tommy Dunn, dismissed the defense's uh, contention outright at one point telling the jury that the defendant was in on this killing. The murders rampage from the very beginning. He tells you he was a cheerleader, if nothing else. That's why he was telling you about his presence. You know he was in on it, which is believable. Like, you mm-hmm. can't tell me that you weren't, like... In the yeah. room, if I killed 17 people in front of you, like you wouldn't be a part of that, right? <laughs> like,
1: right. I mean, it's not like I said anything, and even if it
0: was like, even if I yelled, help me hold him down, something,
1: yeah, it's still a part like, of it. Like,
0: you're, you're a part of it. So, David's books trial lasted less than a week, <laughs> 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 the jury delivered only 90 minutes damn. before they reached it. Damn, damn,
1: damn, damn, damn. These, damn. Motherfuckers, damn.
0: Damn. <laughs> these motherfuckers sat around for a Steven Universe marathon. <laughs> right. <before>. Right. <laughs> And was like, <laughs> 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 and before they reached the verdict, he was found guilty of Lawrence's murder on March fourth, nineteen seventy-five, and sentenced to life imprisonment. And there, in the courtroom during his sentencing, he showed no emotion as it was passed. Although his wife, remember, he David Brooks Mary. started a whole new life Mary, outside yeah. of Kudine Coral. Thought he was going to live a life with all this on his conscience, but you don't, you can't live with this burden, man. But most, you would be surprised. His wife burst into tears. So Brooks appealed, appealed his sentence, contending that the signed confessions used against him were taken out with <laughs> taken without his being informed of his legal rights. That appeal was dismissed in 1979. So right now, Henley and Brooks are both serving life sentences. Har, Henley is incarcerated at the Mark W. Michael Michael Unit in Anderson County, Texas, while Brooks is at the Ramsey Unit near Rosharon, Texas.
1: I'm surprised they're still alive.
0: You know what? It's it ha, You got to think about how young they were in 1973. Yeah, Our parents were that age, I think, in like 1970. Like, how old is your mom?
1: Ooh, you almost no, had
0: me caught up. She yeah, would cuss yeah. me out. <laughs>
1: no, so in 1973,
0: my mom would have been 15 years old or 14 years old. So think about that. My mom, if she was alive today, would be 58. So she wouldn't be old. They, they, they're yeah, not old. They're like they're 60. Not old, they're yeah. not ancient. Mm-hmm. This is not, we're not talking like, you know, 1955, he was killing everyone. So this was. We also have to remember that 1970 wasn't that long ago. Like everyone, it sounds super far. we think in terms of technology, scientific advancements, but it was. It was very. It was very recently that all this shit went down. So that is it, man. That is yeah. the the terror horror that was Dean Corll and his his axe, man. Nice. It was a lot. Um, stuff. I feel like we kind of rushed through the end, and I we apologize. Did. We did. But I don't like we'll in in, in, uh, in our next cases. We'll go through and we'll get a little bit more into court proceedings because I kind of do like that part you of do? it
1: because
0: I don't. Well, it depends. It depends on how much action happens in the courtroom because right, right. there are people who act the fuck fool, you know, yeah. and I love that. Like Michelle, Michelle Blair
1: Blair was one of them. Man. She was
0: like we, <laughs> half of the information we have is heard from, her court, from her court proceedings So yeah. like it's not like um you know there are bodies to really discover after what we found in the freezer so dean coral was an interesting character yeah um you know what i want to read what because in my research <laughs> because i look for everything
1: yeah, um, he, he really i does, found like i guy. found
0: something and i was googling because i was you know you, you google through like dean coral i was reading like articles written i found this article and it's so weird so it's it's written in something called the horror in houston heights and it says the gay history series lesson number two um This is not someone's like actual scientific words. This is someone's like (laughs) opinion piece,
1: right? I mean, the Houston horrors. I'm I'm sure.
0: No, wait, wait a minute. It gets good. It's the the first sentence is so compelling. It really draws you in. Homosexuals are cruel people. I once had a 20-year police veteran from Houston tell me that any time the cops find a homicide where the body has been set on fire as a part of the assault or there's been an attempt to burn the body in an effort to destroy evidence, they always look first at a possible homosexual angle to the crime.
1: Okay. I didn't realize
0: you could have a homosexual angle. Yeah. To a crime. You mean if a gay person committed it? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. He said, there's a couple of other homosexual serial killers who will get a mention in this series, although I will not try to make it nothing but a string of horror stories. I could, though, I repeat, they're uh, cruel people, unnatural in every sense of the term, not just sexually inverted. Catamites, these words used were amazing. Um, Where's the ending? Because it wrapped up. He wrapped it up with a nice little bow. He goes, okay, to wrap up a long and nauseating story, both Henley and Brooks are still in prison, although in almost any other state besides Texas, they'd probably be out by now, which is not true.
1: Not true at all.
0: As a child, there was a massive public outrage, not only because of the murders per se, but because of their homosexual nature. Nowadays, the defense will be able to use homophobic prejudice on the part of the jury pool as a basis of appeal, probably successfully. Next time you see a gay pride march on TV or down the street of your hometown, remember who these creatures are and what they do. These are people that Obama's America regards as not only equal to you, but oh, better God. than you. Plywood, torture boards, and all. Oh, God. It made me happy to read that. Where I was like, do you find this stuff? You got to dig deep. Once you get into like true crime, you start finding conspiracy theories. This theorists. is like when you
1: go through like page 10 of the Google search. Like, this is. <laughs> this was
0: page two. And oh. <laughs> I, I was looking through a website, and it brought me to that link and I was like what is this whore? cuz he has a lot of other shit too Ooh. he like he writes a lot about homosexuals he goes into a lot he's of things he's
1: probably a homosexual when you write that much about it but you know what though i I, I, feel like, I feel like
0: i feel like i this is my social justice shit coming out, but someone has pointed it out to me when we always say the first thing we say about homophobic people is that they're probably gay, oh. which kind of absolves straight people of the ability to be homophobic, because we say that only gay people are homophobic. No, and
1: but in this case, when you obsess about it, well, like, are we, Well, there's
0: evangelicals who just think that we're just morally corrupt, and so it's like, oh, you're dirty, you're gross, you're disgusting, like, of course homosexuals did crimes like this, and I'm like, fuck you, suck my left testicle. Consensually, of
1: course. Well, <laughs> I, I don't... Evangelicals,
0: and, yeah. I don't, if there's any evangelicals listening to this and you're not trash, I apologize if you f- you feel attacked. But my grandma would always say, a hit dog will holler. So don't get hit. <laughs> 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 Just be better. Uh, the other one I tried to tell the other day was like, you throw, a, you throw a rock in a crowd, only person who gets hit squeals, so don't get hit. Yeah. I like that one better because it's longer. Because if people don't understand country shit, like, oh, no. a hit dog hollers, what?
1: <laughs> I get like 50% of what you say when you go into these...
0: <laughs> well, I, again, I was half raised by my southern girl. She was from Eden, Mississippi. <gasps> oh my God. And one of our cases is going to have to be something that happened. I'm sure someone died. That racist ass Eden, Mississippi. <laughs> someone had to be mutilated in Eden, Mississippi. I'm oh God. <laughs> Let's wrap this up because I'm 30 minutes into scandal right oh, now.
1: Yeah. And um, I
0: haven't eaten since noon. So,
1: <laughs> me either. Actually. Where
0: can people find you on social media, D?
1: D underscore light. Or on instagram and twitter i'm on there occasionally
0: i'm um, on there all the time
1: and you could hear me every wednesday on unspoken we do a political type thingy political entertainment type thingy so we keep it fun
0: she and her co-host liz are what i like to call edutainers yes, yes. <laughs> educate you while making you laugh but also making you think hmm Yes. Yeah. and if you want to find her no listen to unspoken citizen podcast <laughs> you guys can find me on twitter instagram and i love snapchat but i just don't post a lot I just like watching other people's lives were more much more exciting than mine it's all in one name it's at Charnel b it's c-h-a-r-n as a nancy e-i-l-b
1: you yeah, have a knife for spelling it this time
0: i know it's in the show notes too but also <laughs> if you want to listen to me i'm a i'm accessible available to all of your ears and listening pleasures and whatnot think of me play me when you're in the shower play me while you're cooking while you're driving your kids as well don't drive your kids to my show because i swear but um you find me every tuesday on what about your friends yes. where we are we talk about everything that I can take space up space in our head uh and that's just with two uh very attractive queer men of color i just want to point that out whoa all right, so you can also find what did you do on Twitter <laughs> is at what did you do pod and on yeah. Instagram at what did you do pod. You can also email us if there's a case in your hometown you want us to research and look into, we will talk or if about you just it. want to talk shit to us or complain about our show or tell us we're doing a great job. You can email us too at what did you do pod at gmail.com.
1: Or you could well, also give us five stars on. I have a um, we're going I a there next. Yeah. I, was, I was on a rant. I was on a I roll. Mean, I, I mean, I us not give them the outlet to give do negative things to us.
0: Well, they can, well, <laughs> everyone's gonna feel a way about it. Anything. it doesn't matter so if you also if you want to find us here we're available on apple Podcasts, we're available on soundcloud on stitcher google play and on the uh what app
1: spoke app the spoke app XM that's M- what radio the app spoke. is
0: XM radio, xm radio spoke we're available there you can find us on all those places tell your friends about us if they have true crime itches too help us let's be the ones to scratch it i don't know i don't want to
1: scratch. i scratch itches i don't want to scratch your friends
0: look i want to scratch your friends i want to get to know your friends i want to be your friend Anyway, guys, it's been great. Episode four was amazing. I love that. You looked at me like I was out of my mind. Yeah. But it's great. I love it. Uh, I'm ending this. So until the next time we speak, guys, uh, think good thoughts. Keep your hands clean. D.
1: Later, guys.